Welcome to Friday Breakdowns, the show where two former law enforcement officers with nearly 40 years of combined law enforcement experience break down the biggest case in the news. Today we are talking about Takia Young, a pregnant woman who was shot to death by police officers in a Kroger parking lot. All this and more on today's Fighter Stop Breakdown. The growing calls across the nation to defund the police. To end policing as we know it. Off the charts violence in New York City. 11 people shot in just eight hours on this is Sunday. About the police officers, officers who every single day put on that uniform and they run towards danger when we run away from it. That <laughs> cuts up, giddy up. Boy, Kroger, Kroger, what am I drunk as that teacher in that viral TikTok video today. Can't get my words right. Um, ring, ring, ring. Answer the phone. Ring, ring, ring. Ring, ring, ring. Ring, ring, ring. Answer the phone, Drew. Hello? Oh, Hello. I'm sorry. Uh, Hello? Is there a tequila? Is there a tequila in the bar? Tequila bar? <laughs> tequila car? Last name car? First name is tequila? Is there a tequila car in here? Is there tequila a tequila car? car in this bar? I feel like I've been drinking. I can't get any of my words out today. I went live on um, OAN. <laughs> A few weeks ago, and I was in the green room, and the guy was like, wow, 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 yeah, 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 and like doing all these mouth exercises, and I was just sitting there like, oh, this is so awkward. Now I know why he does that, because Pizza of that carrots. fucking terrible intro I just did. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Fair Stop Podcast channel. Today's show is brought to you by GhostBed.com and OfficerPrivacy.com. Uh, after today's episode, I'm sure that these officers... I hope that these officers have OfficerPrivacy.com because this is exactly where OfficerPrivacy.com comes into play. I hope these guys' addresses aren't easy to find uh, because, I don't know, we'll, we'll present the facts of the case to you, but I think that you'll see there's going to be a lot of people regardless of what facts we present to you. There's going to be a lot of angry people about this case. And I think because election season's here, this might this this has a lot of potential to really blow, in, blow up and get out, uh, out of control. Um, it hasn't yet... But I think they're still waiting on a couple of facts, and depending on how those facts go, and you'll see in this show where we're, what we're talking about, I, it, you know, it has potential of being another uh, really, really big, big case. We're trying to get ahead of it right here. That's what we do on the Failure Stop Friday breakdowns with myself and the Easy, the Steezy, the beautiful Drew Breezy. We break down the major case of the week in the news, uh, kind of bridging that gap between civilian and law enforcement officer, giving you what uh, cops want to tell you. What the police unions want to say, but they can't because everybody's too damn politically correct and everybody's trying to climb the corporate ladder, but not Drew and I because that ship has sailed. We don't care. Fire us. (laughs) Who cares? Say whatever we want. We're going to say, we'll tell you exactly what it sounds like in a police locker room. Listen, you don't like it. I mean, that's that's on you. We do five free shows, six free shows a week on this channel. This is the number one channel where law enforcement and first responders go to be informed and entertained. Uh, we've got tr- uh, crime news uh, with comedian Jay Durrell on Mondays. True crime with uh, Kendra J. Rama on Tuesdays. Wednesdays is Last Call with Deadleg. Uh, Thursdays is Com Center with um, uh, Jonathan Bates. Friday breakdown with Drew Breezy, and then of course uh, the new shows on the network on the Failure Stop Network is Anti Hero Podcast uh, with Brent, former Delta Force operator and still active police officer Tyler, and uh, that is just a wild show. Head over to Anti Hero Podcast, and then also Night Shift 
top secret information night shift one word top secret information brand new show with political commentator and uh, social media influencer anthony ramondi also known as at conservative ant to the hundreds of thousands of people that follow him on the social media webs go and check out all of those shows that are free and then if you want to support this show you can join the Patreon, or you can join our paid YouTube channel, um, and that supports, that keeps the lights on, that keeps the cameras, that keeps everybody on this staff paid. By the way, currently, almost everybody on staff, minus one person, are all former first responders or current first responders. So, and we're going to keep hiring more first responders. We, we, we just talked about it. We got big, big things coming uh, next Wednesday, and so we're going to uh, reallocate that money into maybe hiring even some more folks uh, or bringing some more people on project on the channel, growing Eric, rapidly. I, we can we can easily say, as your right hand man, I can easily say that this network is one hundred percent first responders and or badge bunnies. You can say that, yeah. You can say that. With, yeah, with, with yeah, it's not 100% even one hundred percent conviction. Hundred yep. percent conviction. Yeah, fair enough. It really is. Um, no, hit number eleven on the iTunes most trending charts. Not iTunes. Uh, chartable. Chartable chart, which is the largest charts worldwide. Uh, number 11 most trending in the United States is where we're sitting at currently. So that's all because of all the ratings and reviews that you guys have given us. And we're going to bring that back, reading the ratings and reviews. We'll do it at the end of the show, though, and acknowledge everybody in our live YouTube uh, chats. There's a bunch of people out on the chats today. So thank you guys for being there. Okay, uh, to Kaya Young, like I said at the, at the intro of this two minutes ago, this has got some potential of getting south going south getting out of control really quickly i'm surprised frankly that it hasn't uh i think it's about to um here's here's the thing there's something i want to talk about before we get too far into this uh one being the 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 liberty safe uh issue is isn't that what the company is liberty safe oh yes yeah that's uh that's good news too yeah all right but hold on here's a couple things first of all sure uh, I'm not one to tout another podcast, although I do it every single episode somehow. Um, and I was on, it, it would make me, uh, very happy if you would direct some of your energy over to the street cop training podcast that I did with uh, Dennis Benino. He was, uh, he was an outstanding gentleman. He was just an absolute gentleman and he was uh, able to get me to say things that I probably normally wouldn't say. So if you would check that episode out and maybe download it or like it on YouTube or give it a watch. I would appreciate that because, um, I, I, I try to, I, I'm genuine here. I'm giving you what I got. Uh, but I hold back a lot of things, uh, especially about my former agency, because I just don't want to, I, I don't want to engage in that. But, uh, th- there were some things that I just wanted to get off my chest and he was able to coax it out of me a little bit. Dude, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, you that it was. I've been trying to get you to burn shit down for for almost a year now. <laughs> I'll Just tell you, burn it, maybe, it down. You'll never that do was it. Maybe though. like a five percent. Like I turned it up to, instead of the three that I usually run on here. I, that was like a three point one or a three point two. So uh, you're, you're not missing a whole lot here. However, we had a great conversation about the state of law enforcement. I also threw in my whole spiel about dispatchers. As you know, I'm very passionate about that. So we have a voice, and that's uh, that's the main thing, and that's what I got out of law enforcement to do. Uh, I was fortunate enough to have served my full commitment, so I, I was able to retire. But I got out of law enforcement to be able to speak freely and speak my voice. Now, more than ever, it's more important for all of us uh, 
especially we who advocate for the law enforcement officers that are currently in the profession to speak up because as you just mentioned it is political season so police are becoming weaponized again whether it's the fbi local police local law enforcement and i am telling you that i've been sick and tired for many many years about um racism accusations within law enforcement and this this election season I'm not employed by anybody but failure to stop. I am ready to burn this fucking place down. I Wait, am not backing down when <laughs> burn no, down the no, not failure to stop. I, the the system well, you can't even say burn the system down anymore because you'll be thrown in jail for a thought. Yeah, I, was, I was just about I, to say am, the InfoWars guys are getting 120 days for oh uh, January 6th rhetoric, so please be careful. I, I am just ready to don my shield and my uh sword. In the name of law enforcement and and stop the media from this dangerous inflammatory rhetoric that any of these incidents are based solely on racism, which is doing nothing but fueling the fire to create more incidents. We're going to talk about that in depth today because, in my opinion, that's exactly what happened today. That's exactly what happened with Takaya Young. Uh, but you know I'm what? I, I'm, I'm really is surprised because I feel like the, the potential for the salacious titles for this are there. I'm not really. I, I just feel like the news is kind of slouching on the sensationalism for the first time ever here. You, you, no, this is a 21 uh, year old pregnant black woman shot right. in a Kroger parking lot by white officers for shoplifting a misdemeanor at best. That's what the that's what the headlines could easily say. They're not really going that hard. No, what the headlines are saying though is police shot and killed pregnant woman or police shot and killed pregnant sure. black woman, and and that's it, that's like, I guess it's a fact. It's leaving out a lot of things though, uh, like mainly, namely, they didn't know she was pregnant. First of all, she happened to be pregnant. Second of all, um, she drove a car at one of them. I mean, you know, we, we can argue the merits of, of whether that was a good justified shooting or not. And and I definitely want to oh, have well. that conversation. But, um, you know, they leave a lot of stuff out and, and they are responsible for driving the social consciousness of people who only read headlines or who only read down to the fourth, third or fourth paragraph. And that's creating the fuel for more people like Takaya to say, I'm not rolling down my window. Fuck you. I'm not stopping for any reason. I'm going to hit the gas right now. As a matter of fact, what are you going to do? Shoot me. And she got shot. That's exactly what happened. So uh, I, I think that the blood should be on the media's hands, not on the police's hands. That's just my opinion. And I've, I've held that opinion for a very long time. This is the first presidential election cycle where I've, where I've not been employed and had to contain my, my uh, my hatred for racial hatred. I'll yeah, but you, you do need to contain it because, like I said, the guys from from Infowars uh, were just raided by the FBI and arrested, and one of them is facing 120 days in jail, and he wasn't even at the riots. Um, yeah. It is crazy. I never thought in a thousand years that I would see media people going after the media for an election interference and into retard an election. Um, and it's crazy that they waited till just now to start doing it. That if that's not a totalitarian dictatorship way of doing things, I don't know what is. But yeah. when you start arresting people in the media for 
you know, because the left has said we're marching on, we're going on, we're, you know, we'll burn this place down, you know, we'll fight them. I mean, the guy that did the Waukesha uh, killings, you know, he, he says it's about time to start punching white people in the mouth. It's, start, it's time to start doing, you know, but that's not incendiary and insightful speech. Yeah. But if a Republican news agency says that, that we're not going to allow a fraudulent, you know what I mean? Like if, if what yeah. they reasonably believe was a fraudulent election, you're going to go arrest them for speaking on that. Because I'm not sure that any of the quotes I've seen put out in these indictments are any more incendiary than what I've seen from the left. Or there, there, there was evidence of fraud. And, and yeah, but, but they're, that's why I said reasonably. Yeah, they're, they're just pushing the narrative that there was no evidence of fraud, therefore anything you say is damaging to the election. But what they're in, engaged in is, and what I've said all along also, is they're engaged in a pattern of election interference of their own. They're trying to intimidate, they're trying to silence us. Do you not say, do you, you know, well, all Rudy Giuliani about, said it all best. I can th All I can think about when I was listening to it yesterday, when I was reading out the indictments, all I could think about is, oh my God, that's Drew and I all day, except we don't have... Yeah. You know, we get 80, 90,000 downloads uh, a month where these guys are getting, you know, a couple million yeah. downloads a month. You know, but 80,000, I mean, 90,000 is still a lot. We hit 92,000, by the way, uh, a record this this month. So the, the Wolfpack is smart enough to listen. The, the Wolfpack is smart enough to listen to us and evaluate on their own and be informed in other ways. So right, but I mean, not, if an indictment, you would think that Infowars would be the same way. You would think that Infowars, the, the, yeah. their audience uh, of millions plus, would be able to to dictate the same thing. But it's not. It's not true. They're, they're going to jail for 120 days. True, and I'm gonna t I'm gonna be honest with you. I, uh, I, if you want to go back and look at some of the shit I've said, I, I dude, like if if you wanted to be fair, I would have to get 120 days in jail too. Because I think I like I've said some pretty. Uh, nothing that I have said has has been worse than what they've said, but it hasn't been less worse. I am not an attorney, uh, as you know, <laughs> but I'm going to advise you to stop uh, right the stuff like. Just but it's crazy. It, it's crazy because it's it, I am afraid of that, and and to me that is yeah. election interference. If a podcaster, if a self-proclaimed wannabe uh, journalist, ex-cop, wants to report on his perception of what's going on from the information that he's taken in. You know, which represents a a large number of human beings. I'm not the only one that feels this way. How about this? I'm Aaron. I feel like I threatened that I can't say these things. The main the mainstream media has has lost all credibility in my opinion. And and I'm going to read you this article in a little bit. Well, I, I stopped calling it mainstream media, Drew. I've I've just started calling it propaganda media because it's not no, the mainstream. But it is, I don't know that the mainstream But it's still in the mainstream. This. So, so what it's done is, and I'm going somewhere with this. So, what what it's done is, it's it's kind of um, created the independent journalists cottage industry. We'll call it the Tim Pools, the now failure to stops. Because I'm telling you, that's the last call, uh, which I have no association with. That's just Eric. Uh, but last <laughs> call is uh, is is designed to give you current events but to keep you out of the propaganda and keep you just just present facts to you for you to do your own research every wednesday i am going to be a part of that there's no two ways about it but uh, i stand by what my um mulleted buddy says uh but listen so what 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 the mainstream media has done has created 
the independent journalist. And the independent journalist is gaining strength like a hurricane. So you got your Tim Pools, you got your Patrick Bet Davids, you got your Joe Rogans, you get you have uh, Tucker, who is now like the the uh, editor in chief of independent journalists, in my opinion. You got us because I'm going to put us in that category just to make us sound a lot more important. So what what it, what does that sound like to you, Eric? What it what it should sound like to you, and I'll fill in the blank for you because you don't know where I'm going with this. They defunded, discredited, and completely chopped down any uh, and undermined all police by the main, the same mainstream media did that. By the way, they yeah. undermined us. They called us racist, especially during COVID. They took their cheap shots at us because they know we can't really fight back or say anything back. So what has that done? That's created your Daniel, whatever his name from the subway. That's created a whole subset of vigilantism. It's created a new vigilante, like the California people who film the people just, you know, taking thousands and thousands of dollars of cologne and personal uh, grooming products and walk out the front door of CVS. And then the occasional Walmart employee in California who tries to tackle them, or, you know, you see the video of the guy with the stick, just beat the shit out of somebody that was boldly stealing from behind the counter, you know, something you would never imagine two years ago, even. Um, so, so they're creating all of this. This is an unstable government that is willing to, to, to jail their political opponents, whether you believe that or not, that's actually happening. It's also Americans, and I'm and I'm calling both sides out on this. It's also Americans not owning up when something isn't right, in the sense that if if they're doing this, um, it, it it has to go both ways. And this is how it ties into the Liberty Safe thing. So if the FBI comes at you with a search warrant and says, and an arrest warrant. It says, I can search your property because a judge said so, and I can arrest you because a judge said so. You've got to comply. You can't claim non-compliance now just because you disagree with the January 6th filings or you disagree with this or you disagree with that. And what happened with the Liberty Safe issue is that they served a search warrant on this guy's house. They contacted Liberty Safe because he knew he had a safe in there. Written in the search warrant was to search the contents of the safe. So they have two options. They can take a sledge. They have three options. The guy can give them the code or the key, the emergency key or whatever. They can appeal to the company and see if they'll give them the code, or they could just take a Halligan and a, and a uh, sledgehammer to it and open it or C4 or whatever they want. They can seize the whole safe and Which, open by the it way, at a later date. Hell, yeah, we no. love that. Like We love it when we can't find any other way to reasonably open something and we get to break it's it so like it, you know what i'm saying like every cop there every line cop wants to break the fucking safe like it's it's not it's not a problem to us like we're like bummed when they're like oh yeah we'll give you the code we're all like oh i already got the halligan tool out in the c4 code. i was ready to drag this thing behind the the thing they were getting into that safe one way or the other so the so the thing is like when, and I, I'm trying to remember the case. I think it was the San Bernardino terrorist. They, they seized the cell phone of the guy, and Apple said, yeah. we're not giving you the code. Right. And, and all of the conservatives of the world were like, Apple is just another terrorist organization, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And they whined, and they cried, and they complained. Now it's it's one of them. It's somebody from the J6 who's being indicted. I disagree with the indictment, but that's what the courts are for. And we don't know what's in the indictment. So it could be some pretty bad stuff, but 
they had a warrant to, to open the safe. They contacted the company. The company gave the thing. What's the conservative way of doing things all of a sudden? Okay, we're going to engage in cancel culture, and we're going to cancel this safe company for giving them the for cooperating with law enforcement. No, you, Joe you Russo says, hang ways. on, let me stop you. Joe Russo in the comments says, companies should not be giving this information to the government. It defeats the purpose of creating a safe. It's not just a safe to everyone but the government. No, 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 no. One, that safe is just to protect his guns from being stolen or or, right. or from whatever that's like. If you want a real safe that you don't want anybody that, like if you want it to be search warrant proof safe, go bury that bitch out in the backyard um, and don't give anybody the answers. But listen, if, if there's a murder, if there's a homicide, if there's a missing child, uh, if there's a missing elder, if there's somebody who didn't come home on time, your cell phone service is going to give that information as long as the the police have some kind of warrant or court order, they're going to give up a ping or they're going to give up a passcode. Your bank that you bank at, you think your money's safe in a bank? If the government wants your money and they have a warrant for your money, the bank will absolutely give them take your money. There are tons of services and businesses. OnStar is a good example. OnStar will shut your car down if the police have a uh, a warrant or a court order or a court order they'll pop your trunks unlock your doors so you're going to cancel every single company and by the way um, the safe company it's not like it's just going to the ceo this is going to somebody like eric tanzi and i guarantee you this is what that phone call went went, went like joe and i'm not shitting on you joe i'm just trying to explain it to you big bird of cookie monster style but rare game McGangliosh, we have a warrant for rare game McGangliosh. this is a federal warrant given by federal judge blah 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 blah, blah for contents that could be uh, of of significant national defense, blah 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 blah, and we have a warrant for this thing. Uh, you guys have the the security code. We don't have a log for it. We'd hate to break this safe. Uh, you, he can change the code afterwards. But here is the warrant. We're gonna fax it over to you, and let's get this code. They don't know Rarity McGangliocci. They don't know the facts of the case. They don't have an opinion on January 6th. They didn't even mention January 6th. And this guy's like, oh, my God, the FBI, the Federal Bureau of Investigation is coming at me with a warrant. Let me call my legal advisors and see what they say. Oh, they have a warrant? Dude, this could be for, like, some kind of brutal rape or murder. Yeah, they you, don't you know. You have no idea. You have no idea. And listen, if it was a brutal rape or murder, you would want them to give up this code. Now, listen, I'm not saying that I agree with the search warrant at all. Fuck the FBI. I, I'm saying yeah, it I, out loud. Fuck the FBI. Fuck the politici politicization, politicalization, however the word goes, of the FBI. Fuck all of it. I'm, I'm totally with you there. I'm not about to uh, cancel some kind of American-made safe company all because they made a pretty quick decision. Now, obviously, now they probably regret the decision. Now they know the totality of the circumstances. We as cops know this inside and out they now know as they see the totality they're like fuck we shouldn't have given out that code but in the in the moment when you've got the fbi beating on your door and it's something to look just canceling them is stupid you don't think that they haven't learned from this like you guys are being yeah. just like any other woke assholes out there yes. they're trying to cancel. Yes. Listen, I'm, I'm not a sponsor of, of liberty safe i don't own a liberty safe um i keep my guns not in a safe because i'm not like if somebody wants your fucking guns i've seen this a thousand times they'll rip the they'll rip the back wall of your house out and take your guns i have yeah. literally it's seen them take a 300 pound safe out the back of a house so so i don't want says, that so why why get involved if they don't know the facts the police should just bust it open I don't want companies giving the police this type of information. I'm not saying to cancel them. That's what Joe's response to this is. And I'm saying nonsense. Do you think that any judge is going to write out their reasoning for telling that company to comply? This is a compliance issue. 
the Federal Bureau of Investigation, whether they have credibility or not, is a law enforcement agency. They came before the courts in a matter, the courts of the United States of America, and, and a judge or magistrate said, I agree with your probable cause. You can get into that safe by any means necessary. And if you want to issue a subpoena to the company and see if they'll comply, I'm more than I'm more than on board. They issued the, the, the subpoena to the company. The company said, hmm, if I don't comply with this, we could have issues in the future. And we're a big Second Amendment company because we 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 produce gun safes. How about we just comply with it? It's not even a rolling over. It's a judge's order. So what, what, you're, what you're expecting people to do is pick and choose when they should comply with the judge's order. It's, it's, it, and again, they the didn't judge have is not going to spell out to you what the case is. The judge yeah. is going to say, trust me, I'm a judge. I'm saying they're good. There's a check and balance built in there. Give them the code. And, they, and, that the, guy, this, that Simply Safe guy, has no idea who this dude was and had no safe. idea that it was even attached to January 6th. All they know is it's uh, it's, it, compliance. It, it's It's we have a warrant. It is, and I'm sure whoever is on the phone is going to sensationalize it because that's I've done it before too. Like, listen, I'm in this house. We, you know, we we talked about a story uh, at the beginning of the show where you had a gentleman that was locked inside of the trunk. You called on Star, and you're like, I have a yep. kidnapping case, and there is somebody inside of the trunk. Popped the yes. trunk, and the first person was like, um, "Actually, I don't think I'm going to do that." And you're like, we hung "He up could until fucking we got... die," you know. Like, like we're waiting companies... on the fire department. Hurry up, you know. Most um, companies don't just roll over and give you this information. And, and the company you're speaking of specifically was OnStar. It was when OnStar was fairly new. There was a guy that was abducted here. He was a, a prominent business figure here in the area. He was abducted. We knew that he was in a car that was equipped with OnStar. And every time we called OnStar to say, hey, we need to find out where this vehicle is via your GPS, they told us no. And we just kept hanging up until we finally got the right person that said, hang on, let me talk to my legal people. The legal people got on with us and said, are you kidding me? Tell them exactly where that car is. We got to save this guy's life. We, fi yeah. we finally got through to somebody who had the common sense to say, we need to comply with law enforcement here. Like, stop asking questions. This is an exigent circumstance. A little bit different because of the exigency, exigency, but we can't pick and choose what companies comply with law enforcement and which don't just because you disagree with January 6th or the indictments or yeah, the I FBI. Mean, I, all this energy that I see online about uh, safes, is it simply safe? No, it's. Uh, I think uh, I thought it was Liberty Safe. Liberty but, Safe, uh, you're right. Liberty Safe. So much energy. I, I posted one little comment. Like it was a search warrant. They were getting into that, and it was like you know a million of fucking uh, comments underneath that. It was on DC Drano's thing. Um, everybody just you know calling me a fucking liberal, uh, whatever. Um, because <laughs> you can't argue with idiots. But where I'm trying to go with this is, why don't you put all that energy into hating the FBI and the political the the politicization the what is that word? Damn it. Well, uh, well, you can use weaponization. It's a lot easier. Weaponization. To key a car. <laughs> weaponization of the DeMartin Department. God damn it. DeMartin. <laughs> the weaponization of the Department of Justice, <laughs> of the FBI. Like That's where your energy should be going to. Is this continuation of, of election fraud? So yeah. while you're all typing and angry at Liberty Safe... 
you're not putting out there or writing letters to anybody that really matter, which is like congressmen. And like, if you put that same energy into trying to put the heat on, on, on congressmen and local elected officials and judges that you're trying to put on Liberty safe. Wow. Could you imagine, you know, like what things could be done if we literally used our first amendment, right. And, and like played a battle of the minds instead of a battle of the wills. Because right now you're canceling a gun company, a, a company yeah. that is for your gun rights. Like, there's and, not and, really a lot of them out there, guys. There's not a lot of people out there that have a lot of money, like Liberty Safe, that are trying to like lobby to keep guns in your homes. And now you're starting uh, to cancel them. So he, it's not a battle the of the minds. So everybody is is freaking out, and everybody is saying things like, "Well, show me the subpoena. Show me that they actually had a subpoena." And I'll. You're missing the point. You're completely what? missing the point. A search if, warrant. If this, a search warrant says you can get into it. Like if, if I have a search yes. warrant on a house, I'm absolutely getting to whatever safe's in the house. I write that on the, whether I know there's a safe in the house or not. I always write any safe it's in the house because courteous. there's nothing. There's nothing that they can't hide in a safe that isn't like if you're if you have a drug search warrant, they can hide drugs in a safe. If you are doing a search warrant for the keys of a stolen car, it can be in a safe. I mean, there's a nine-year-old the kid locked in the be. safe. What, what do you? So if the if there's a nine-year-old kid stuffed in the safe, you expect Liberty Safe to say, "Well, I, I don't know, man. Joe Russo comply. doesn't think we should be complying with you. I mean, do you have a subpoena? I mean, uh, like, come do on, you have man. A search warrant. Like, can you you, you got to have. You can't have it both ways. You can't call Apple a terrorist organization because they won't cooperate and give the guy's thumbprint or, or or code just to get into his phone and then say Liberty said, by the way, you know who sparked all of this? The defendant. And, and, and if you look online at the defendant and his actions during his arrest and his buddy who had the, the camera on, who had the phone camera and the FBI agents are literally just standing there, you know, stupid with their rifles and all that. But they're saying, just step back. We're, we're just, we're trying to make an arrest. No, I have a right to be here. Like they turn so anti-cop on a, on a dime just because they disagree with the indictment. This is, this is the exact same thing as just comply, just comply. So you cannot call out one sector community for non-compliance and then turn around and not comply, it's the same thing. You'll get your day in court. Just shut up about it and go to jail if the judge says you're under arrest. If the judge says, bring him to me. The, the, the FBI are police officers just like anybody else, and they have the right to conduct an arrest operation and have a perimeter, and you don't get to break into that perimeter. But this asshole with the phone was just like, no, no, no. I'm going wherever I get. It's a free country. I can. Okay, okay dumbass. I mean, this is. You're not helping this guy. You're really. You're making the case that we're just a bunch of fucking crazies. You can't have it both ways. I, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I mean, I would, one, like I said, I would take all of that energy has to be the one to break it to you. But you can't have it both ways. Put all of that energy. Just save your energy and go straight to your congressman. Go straight to the. You know, your your local officials and your local leaders and really put the heat on them for this kind of stuff. Look, I want to. I think it's absolutely wrong what they're doing to these guys. Absolutely 100% wrong. Scares the shit out of me. Um, go bury your guns in somebody else's farmland. Um, you know, especially if you're in media and you're in journalism during this election season. You know, if you're going to any protest, man, like, 
you, you know, don't put your shit in a safe in the middle of your house because uh, the FBI has been weaponized 100 percent. They're coming after anybody that's speaking out against this election service. I'm scared to death of it. Um, uh, and it, it, These are scary times that we're living in. But you got to put that energy into being scared, into informing the masses. Literally take that time out of your day to, to write or leave your congressman a, a message in a thing. Th these guys want to know where their votes are. Made, but you guys just keep complying and, and doing you know, all these distractions. They work every single time. And then this this liberty safe thing is nothing but a, but a distraction. All that energy that you're putting in there, you can be putting that energy to hating the FBI and defunding the FBI. Uh, you know, which I'm all for of it. You know, and, hey, listen, uh, Joe Russo, we love you, absolutely love you. We love seeing you yeah, in the chats yeah. all the time. Totally not even shitting on you, and I probably agree with you. You know, in some ways, but you know, because we have this law enforcement background and we know how the game goes. And me personally, I would have been bummed that liberty safe. If, if I'm serving a search warrant. Here's another thing, too, guys. Like, you know, a, a lot of these FBI agents probably didn't even know that this dude was involved in January 6th. I, they may or may, they might have known that he was in January 6th. They probably didn't know a lot. You know, it's like we get warrants, so many warrants signed by these judges, and you kind of just have to assume that these judges know what they're doing, you know? Uh, you don't think that some of those FBI agents are on the ground going, God damn it, I can't believe I'm one of the fucking bad guys right now. Like, yeah, I should this, probably. There's, there's no this question career. in my mind that they're going to do a pre arrest operation briefing because right but those the briefings are one they're not they're yeah, going two, to be very specific to you know we're, we're like the words of you know national defense and you know blah blah blah, blah. it's gonna it's gonna be pretty grandiose and you, you as a operator are gonna be sitting in that room going all right all right cool all right well if they say that um, this is you know a national defense thing you know but they're not going through you know, uh, info wars with uh, <laughs> what's his name and, and uh, January 6th and President yeah, Biden. The thing is, you know, they don't know all that. This is that's, you're, you're exactly right, because this is the same thing as what we say all the time. Wait until all of the facts come out and then make your judgment, because this guy is making a lot of noise. Like, I shouldn't be arrested. They shouldn't be in my safe. Look how they treated me. They treated you like a gentleman when they arrested you. Okay, and they got into your safe <clears throat> like Again, a gentleman. They treated you like a gentleman they because got the I they would have been begging to blow the fucking safe. door off. <laughs> I know that's what I'm saying. So I, I get where everyone's like, well, this is J6 and it's bullshit and it wasn't even an insurrection. And it ended up there's a court process for that. L let's ask Dude, Mike, when a gang member say, has a safe when you have a known gang member, a, no, a known blood gang member, a crip gang member, and you go into their house and there's a gun safe in that house bro come on like all you want to do is fuck up everything in that house because you've been building a case on this asshole for a long time and you know the destruction that he does the manipulation of young minds and getting young people to commit crimes on their behalf bullies to their communities anybody that tries to stand up against them dealing drugs on the corner their house gets molotov cocktailed or a drive-by shooting happens i mean these guys are dirtbags they, they've got two counts of rape but they've gotten let off because of uncooperating witnesses uncooperating means that like the witnesses were or threatened or beat up or jumped and so they didn't go to court or they're afraid of this. I mean these people are bad people and when you go into a bad people's house as a cop like that with a warrant you're like man I'm gonna fuck up all this dude's shit I'm gonna turn his heater all the way up to like 99 degrees I'm gonna take all of his pornos and put them on the TV um, like if he's got a dildo underneath his bed I'm gonna fucking put it on his refrigerator door and let it just dangle there just embarrass and shame this dude in any way shape or form that I can if his dog took his shit I'm gonna smear it into the carpet you know like I mean there's some like vindictive shit that cops do on on um on search warrants to really bad people now sometimes we get search warrants on people that you're like 
well, this guy might not even be guilty. And, you know, I don't know. Like, I'm not going to fuck up his shit uh, because, you know, I'll let the court process pan itself out. And in this case, like, if he was a real shitbag, those cops would have fucked his shit up. If those cops felt like he was a shitbag, they would not have called Liberty Safe. I, like, they would have fucked that safe up. They would have fucked that safe up. Yeah, I, I say no on that one because I'm telling you, they're, they know they're being watched now. The, the FBI knows they're being watched. That's why I say they probably had a very careful briefing that said, look, this is who he is. He's He is a threat to law enforcement because those were some of the indictments, uh, some of the charges of the indictment that – uh, I have I have it on good authority from a, a federal agent who I shall not name. He said uh, that he was in a protester. He was a violent rioter who, according to the indictment, physically fought the police, helped take their riot shields, and forced his way into the Capitol building. So, th- this is an anti-cop guy. Okay, now he's being arrested by cops. Though people are angry at the FBI, I don't really agree that you should be angry at lying FBI agents. I think that maybe the people in uh, what, what, what's the city where they, where their headquarters is not Ruston, but wherever the FBI headquarters is, maybe that's a different story. The Chris Ray's of the world or whatever, but the lying FBI agent is just out there doing what they're supposed to be doing. And, and they're investigating like they're supposed to be investigating. And whether this was an insurrection or not, you can't take away from the fact that the guy beat up a police officer or whatever, or that's the allegation. And it was on federal grounds. Therefore it's a federal indictment. I don't know the ins and outs of the, of this indictment. I do know that I remember reading that and I, re- and I see it in our chat. So you're defending this guy who's making all of this noise, who basically try to defeat law enforcement's line to keep them from getting into, but if I remember right, he was under a tunnel and he, um, he uh, agitated the officers there and tried to uh, broke the police line. He was one of the ones that physically broke the police line that allowed other uh, male, uh, the bad actors to enter that, you know, you can, have you know, whatever you know all these you people like have in common, sense. all these like folks and not just a January 6th book, but just people like we're going to see here in just a second um, with this Takia Young case. It's all this low key bullshit that you do to your husbands and wives to annoy them and you get away with it doesn't mean that you get away with it in the court of law. You can't just low key be like, I'm not resisting. I'm not resisting. Meanwhile, you're taking your hands away. You can't be all like, I didn't go into the Capitol building. You've got no grounds to stand on. But at the same time, be ripping shields out of dudes hands, shoving and making a hole for other people to do it for you. That's low key bitch shit. And it doesn't hold up in the court of law. It never does. And almost every case that law enforcement officers go on there, people try to pull that low key stuff. Like, what do you mean I have to give you my name? Bitch, shut the fuck up and give me your name. You know what I'm saying? Like this low key stuff that works. And, and I, I watch husbands and wives do it to each other all the time. I can't stand it. I cannot say, like, what do you mean I'm doing this to you? Like, you know what you're doing to the guy. Like, right. you, you know he's annoyed by that or whatever. Or she, you know, that she's, you know, he's doing something to annoy her on purpose. And he's being like, what do you mean? You know, watch The Office, right? That old Pam and, uh, you know, Pam, no, uh, Pam and the other the other loser. Um her first boyfriend, Roy, the Pam first and Roy. Girl, yeah. You know, like you can't be just doing that local. You know, that low key bullshit works in a relationship, but it doesn't really work. You know, in law enforcement. So, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know. Listen, this is what yeah, cops talk about I, in, their, in their locker room. Well, well, let me ask you this, Drew. What's the most fucked up thing you've done to a shitbag on a search warrant? Um, you know, you've low keyed some motherfucker on a search. Well, hold warrant. on. Uh, death is still in the statute of limitations, so. <laughs> Uh, hold on a second, but he may not be dead yet. Um, 
No, fuck. I don't know. I, I did. I always treated people good. I always. Bro, treated you people never. Like, you never. You never. You never put somebody's porn up on their TV and left it on full blast and left. Left it? No. Left it on. <laughs> left it on? No. Really? Uh, no. Oh, no. Man. Look, man. Uh, uh, here's this I was how bad. I operated. I I, I'm bad. telling you, I got a lot more accomplished in life by just fucking not playing the us versus them and i gained a lot of cooperation doing that i, I did i flipped a lot of informants doing that as well sure. now if you pissed me off you would probably know you pissed me off but i, I don't think i left any clues wow. behind we, listen I, i'll tell you this my favorite one of my favorites is if they if, if, if i was doing a search warrant I always was nice and kind i always i've always said this too i always start with an open hand of kindness it's up to you to fold my hand into an iron fist I always did that. Like whether you were a pedophile, whether you were whatever, I always treated you with respect until you like crossed a certain line. And then I'd be like, all right, well, fuck you. And that's what I'm talking about. So I'm talking about doing a search warrant. They're being uncooperative. They're being just straight up assholes. One of my favorite things to do, especially when it was a summer, is just walk by that uh, heating element and just jack that thing up as far as it'll go. So when they get out of prison, that house is fucking melting, dude. Just straight yeah. <laughs> scorched earth in that place, dude. Like shit's melting off the walls. Like yeah, you know, they, you unplug their that. refrigerator. That's a fun one. I get it. They I come get home that. and all their shit. I'm like, oh, you want to talk shit about my wife and children? Well, when you come home, your refrigerator's gonna stink to high hell and full of when, maggots. <laughs> when I was young in my career, there was uh, there was a deputy that almost lost his. Uh, they got a couple days off for ruining. Uh, a residence for uh he, he the guy was being a dick just like you're describing and they po poured uh motor oil in his closet and it ruined like you know all of his shoes to yeah, that's a, a little that's that's a little rough okay i'm not sure that i did that okay but see this is my point i i've always kind of thought the court is trusting you to go in and search and seize they're not going in there they're not saying hey here are the keys go menace because you're gonna fuck it up for the next guy so i yeah. just searched yeah. and seized i didn't i really tried not to engage yeah. in that in i fact, found I some tried uh, to get their cooperation i did a gang member's house one time and, and found uh lots of porn and then two dvds of gay porn and so i put the gay porn on the tv cranked the volume <laughs> all the way up and just walked out <laughs> that was a good one it made me feel good you know they always say though like if it feels good don't do it i disagree I mean, look at me. I'm here on a podcast <laughs> like, right now right. talking to a whole you bunch of people tomorrow. telling you I did it. And I feel fine. I feel you fine. Could die tomorrow. Like, I mean, but not. <laughs> I now it's, you can't do that. You go to jail now if you do some shit like that, I guess. Um, all right, let's um, jump into this Takia Young shooting. Yeah, I, I did not know we were going to, there. I didn't know we yeah, were going I, there today with the chain six shove. But. No, I know. I, I think it would be best to start with the chief statement, if that's all right with you, just so go we ahead. can get an overview of what happened. Then we'll ring, 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 ring. Hello. Uh, hey, is um, I'm looking for a Takia last name Bar. Takia Bar. Is no, Takia Car. Takia Car. I messed up my own joke twice in a row. What, what's everyone laughing at? Oh, they're <laughs> laughing at the guy who fucked up Takia Bar and Takia Car. I can't hear that. Yeah, I was afraid you were going to say that. I mean, I can hear it barely. Uh, I was truly afraid you were going to say that. Uh, hold on a second. There is a remedy for that. Just give me a second. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I see the so, volume sign right there. No. <laughs> <laughs> that may be the volume that you're thinking of. That's maybe not the volume I'm thinking of. But we'll see. Uh, 
No, Joe Russo, while I answer your question, because it's a good question, he says, uh, I think you apply for a subpoena, not a search warrant as a company. Um, ooh, ooh. Now I have an, I have an echo. Yeah, you might. Just for a minute. Hold on. Is that any better? That's an echo. That's an echo. Yeah, okay. All right. I can, That's okay. That's okay. No, keep going. All right. Um, answer his question. So, yes, you can file for, you can subpoena those records like for for court or other things like that but when you have a search warrant typically the way it works i mean at least this is the way it worked back in my day back in my day uh <laughs> you would just call me you say i have a search warrant do i need to fax over the search warrant here's my badge number here's you know the judge that signed off on it i can fax it over to you normally they want you to fax this copy of the search warrant but you know it's liberty safe has probably given their code to thousands and thousands and thousands of law enforcement officers. You know, how do you think they got into Alec Murdoch's gun safe? Do you think they just took Alec Murdoch's gun safe out and then, uh, you know, blew it into smithereens and collected, you know, damaged goods out of it? Or do you think they called Liberty Safe and said, like, here's a here's an arrest warrant. He's going to jail for the murder of his son and his wife. You know, what's the access code to this safe so we can get all the documents? Here's a search warrant. And then they're going to say... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll give you the code. Typically, that's the way it works. Um, they might say, like, we're not going to give you the code. Sure, they, they could say that, and then you could go through the subpoena on that. But then, like, if you're not working with law enforcement in that capacity, I mean, as a business owner, you want to be pro-police. You want to be pro-law enforcement. You want to be known as somebody. And you really generally want to help out. I mean, this is a guy that murdered his wife and his son. You want to be a part of the solution as a human being. So I think that there... It, it, more or less it's common practice for these companies to just give up that code again they're not look they're not they don't know the bigger picture of the january 6th up they just they comply and they support law enforcement and they trust law enforcement unfortunately the fbi is ruining the trust i i mean the approval rating of the fbi if they could do a poll on it it would have to be at an all-time low on both sides like a nonpartisan low uh, approval rating for the FBI. Nobody trusts the FBI right now. Nobody does. No, I agree. Uh, let, let's see if this works better, Eric. I, I don't know if it will. I can't make any guarantees. Okay. I'm trying though. Yeah. It's worse. It's worse. It's worse. You can't even hear it at all now. Hold on a second. I mean, I don't know that we yeah. really need to see it. I could just. Okay. Well, no, I, my fear is that the, the other. My fear is that the other uh, videos are going to be this way. So, uh, well, I mean, I don't really. Yeah, I, I, I guess because we spent so much time on the January sixth stuff, the Takaya Young thing. Uh, I, I can probably just breeze through the Takaya Young thing. To be honest with you, can you hear that? No, of course. Oh not. my god. Yeah. Well, I mean, we don't have a producer today. He had a VA appointment. Ooh, I'm a disabled veteran. Ooh, <laughs> uh, um, uh, I could do it via YouTube if that's what you want. Because yeah, I do, dude, I, I, that's, I, that's why I yeah. always do it anyway. When we don't have a producer sitting in with us, I always just do it straight off of YouTube. But Takaya Young, to set the, the stage for you guys, these two officers are, you know, really just doing what cops do all day, and that's help people get into their cars after they've locked themselves out. So they're in a Kroger parking lot trying to open the door of a vehicle that somebody has left their keys in. And, um, you know, this is a free service. You could call a tow company and they'll charge you 200 bucks, 175 bucks, whatever it is. I think it's 200 bucks here in the great state of Raleigh, North Carolina. Um, or, you know, you can call the cops and the cops will put in a request for service. 
It's a request. They might deny your request. The cop might say, get fucked. I've got uh, two search warrants that I have to do today. There's no way I have time to go over to Kroger right this second. But most of the time, some cop will see that request and say, hey, I'm in that area. I'll run over there. Because, again, most cops want to help people. We want to serve and protect. I mean, society doesn't see that. Society doesn't understand that. But most cops wake up every day saying, how can I help? How can I be of service? There are some that don't feel that way, but there is a lot of cops that want to help you. Um, Me being one of them. If I saw somebody with a broken down on the side of the road, I wanted to pull over and help that person. So they wanted to help this individual. And while they're doing that, a Kroger employee a manager is going to come out there and say that woman right there that's getting into that car just stole a bunch of stuff all right go ahead and push play it's working i heard it but in the unfortunate loss of life of a local woman last night blendon township police officers were assisting a driver locked out of her car in the kroger parking lot on sunbury road as the officers were helping a kroger employee pointed out to one of the officers that someone who had stolen bottles of alcohol from the store was at that moment fleeing. Store employees later reported that several suspects had been stealing items, but that the other suspects had fled in other cars. However, this particular female suspect who had been pointed out to the officer was in a Lexus sedan with no license plates and parked in a handicapped spot right in front of the store. Jeez, stop it, stop, 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 stop. Yes. Dude, how many strikes is that? Like, you're stealing liquor, right? Like, (laughs) cops are like, oh, fuck this person. They're stealing liquor. Two, you're part of a a criminal enterprise that is trying to do what they're trying to do all across the country, where they sit there and they probe. This is real deal shit. They're probing. They take a little something, take a little something, and then next thing you know, the whole horde, once they know that you have no guard, like, you have no plan in stopping this, they rush in and they gut the whole place. They've been doing this all across the country. Not saying that's what happened here, but... Yeah, well, that's that's it, common. It was happening. Let's say that, that that's definitely what was happening. Yeah. So, it, like, they'll do it. Like, you know, I don't want to name companies, but when I was uh, a detective supervisor, we had a, a a big mall in our area, and gangs or groups just like this. I'm not saying she was part of a gang, uh, but groups just like this would would go to a certain retail store within the mall because they knew of their policy. Their policy was, don't confront anybody. Just, just let them, you know, just let them take what they're going to take, let them go, and then we'll call the police later. So once a month, we would get a report from this retail company saying, hey, we lost $12,000 in merchandise this month. Okay, well, you, you didn't call us when it happened, so what do you want us to do? Well, investigate it. Okay, well, I just did. Your, your, your policy is allowing people to steal stuff from you. End of case. Like, so you're right, Eric. That's, that is what happens. So if, if, if. Kroger has the same policy. You send five or six people in there to just load up bagfuls of liquor. And according to what he's saying, a lot of them had already fled. She was identified by a store employee who saw the cops in the parking lot and said, hey, you know, she was part of this. That gave them the probable cause or the at least the reasonable suspicion to stop her. They walk up to her car. You'll see it in the body cam in a second. There's no tag on it. There's so no here's tag on another the part of this, Drew. Is and that- by the way. And by the way, she was in a, a handicapped spot. Thank you. Okay, so I have a food line right down the street. Not right down the street, but I, I have a food line that's closer than most grocery stores. And it's surrounded by government housing, this food line is. Um, yeah. uh, Low-income apartment type deal. And so it's predominantly black. Uh, and, and 
it infuriates me. I do all most of my shopping there. I'm a big food lion guy. If you were with me on Drinking Bro Sports, I did all the tailgates every single week all around the country. I always found the local food line and I always stocked up on food line brand shit. It was just something funny that I did as part of that show. But um, so everybody knows that I, I always go to the food kitty. Uh, and so, but this particular food kitty that I have, every time I go there, and it's it's oh it's rarely a white person. So it's just this is just a, just a, a fact of life. But the, it's the fire lane. It, there's always black people parked in the fire lane, and they leave their cars. And then and, and then uh, also what's known in this parking lot, and it's mo- mainly coming from black people because again this this is something that's learned in that particular community that low income housing somebody got away with it told everybody else that they got away with it and now everybody's following suit is they will back out and hit your car on purpose because they know that this is a no-fault state and they can do this whole like no-fault claims and then it's got to get fought out and usually both insurance companies will just pay out some some amount of money to make it all go away so you always have to be and and it almost happens i've almost wanted to sit in the parking lot and just make videos because it's so obvious that they're waiting to try to to try to do this. It's crazy. I'll make a video to prove my point. I've always wanted to do it anyway. But the the fire lane is always packed with cars. Like it's like it's a parking space. Like everybody can just right. pull up right. and that fucking park. And it always drives me nuts. I'm like, why do you why do all these <laughs> folks do this? This is absolutely annoying. And and the same thing going on with the handicapped spots. It's like I I it's a learned behavior. I can do whatever I want. I can go in here and take liquor bottles. Nobody's gonna stop me. I can park in the handicapped parking spot. Like there's no I'm not. A, it's it's. A, not about being a good human being. It's about what I can get away with. I can take this grocery cart if I want to. Nobody's going to stop me. I can leave my grocery cart right here in this parking space. Like they, It's like there's absent of mind that you are just being an asshole. And so here this bitch is parking in a fucking handicapped spot because I can get away with it. Parking without tags because I can fucking get away with it. And I'm walking out of the store because I can get away from it. Now, it has nothing to do with race, but it has to do with the culture of the area. It's the learned behavior on where you're at. And unfortunately, you know, like go to a trailer park, there might be certain learned behaviors. You you might go to, you know, if people are having parties up and down the block um, of frat houses, the same thing, right? It's part of that culture. You get a frat house on the college campus and everybody parties on Friday night and nobody gives a fuck about the, the sound ordinance. It's learned behaviors. Um, and you know, cops have to deal with that. We have to go and shut those parties down just like we have to shut you down for shoplifting or parking in a handicapped spot or parking in the fire lane. And the best part about that story is, Drew, the other day I went into the the food dog and this cop pulled in behind a car that was just empty um sitting in the parking lane and he starts writing a ticket and that woman was in front of me in the line i was in 10 minutes in the store the cop was still out there writing a ticket as i leave the woman that was in front of me just happened to be the one in the car and as we're both walking out of the store she's like oh hell no y'all racist motherfuckers why y'all leave my and she just goes nuts and the cop's like i didn't know you were like i don't even know your race <laughs> i, I just a in the car you're just you weren't in the car you weren't even in the car i was just racist you're a lazy piece of and, shit and they were going back and forth and i was just laughing oh i wait oh because that food line has become pretty lawless with the parking and, and, and the etiquette of uh parking lot behaviors i'm telling you somebody needs to shut it down uh that backing into people i'm gonna sit out there one day when i don't have anything else to do because it's crazy how much it goes on out there yeah we we created a whole new ordinance which turned into a florida state law like the the, the, the whole pip law i i don't want to get into that we can do a whole show on it but Basically, you have X amount of days to report your injury and all this because we had rampant fraud, just like you're describing. Started the car. 
one officer approached from the driver's side and ordered the woman to stop and get out of the car. She ignored the order. Another officer came from in front of the car and also ordered the woman to get out of the car. Despite being ordered to get out of the car more than a dozen times, she refused to do so. The woman put the car in gear and accelerated forward. The officer who was directly in the path of the oncoming car fired one shot through the front windshield. The body camera footage that I've reviewed also confirms that the officer was directly in the path of the car. The car kept moving and officers ran after it for about 50 feet. It then came to a stop on the sidewalk outside the store. Because the driver's door had been locked, officers immediately broke the driver's window so that they could attend to the woman and begin medical assistance. They also immediately called for emergency medical services. The officer who fired the shot sprinted to his car to get a trauma kit, which he quickly employed. A passing emergency room doctor assisted. The woman died at St. Anne's Hospital, which was the closest emergency room. I wanted a thorough and independent review of this incident. That's why I immediately asked the Ohio Bureau of Criminal Investigation to handle the investigation. Our department is fully cooperating with them. Out of an abundance of caution, I placed both officers on administrative leave. While this woman had previously been charged with crimes involving theft and fleeing from the police, our officers did not know that at the time. Oh, Following the Bureau of Criminal Investigation's work, I will do the normal review to determine if policies and procedures were followed. In every case, we... Okay, so that's stage one. <clears throat> that's the chief's uh, take on it. Um, so we can go to stage two here, which would be... Uh, the attorney's take on it. And then we'll watch the body cam and see who's lying. <laughs> this family deserves to have America's justice system work for them. This family deserves to know that when someone does wrong, when someone does, it, 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 when, when someone commits an act this heinous, like stealing liquor, that they will be protected. She was fatally shot in her car August 24th when police accused her of theft and confronted her. It's a candlelight vigil that they're showing. Uh, they're showing the officer's hand on the car. It says body camera video of the shooting has raised questions about how an allegation of shoplifting led to a bullet being fired through her windshield. Before, they're, they're skipping a very major part of this, uh, putting the officer's life in danger. Connor Brooks yeah, fired that weapon. He said, get the fuck out the car. Okay, wait. I, I want to play this over again. This is very important for all of you to listen to because I want to compare it to the body camera because he's making a case that they were cussing at her and threatening her. Well, fired that weapon. He said, get the fuck out the car. I don't, I didn't hear that on the body cam. <laughs> Before Connor Brub fired that weapon, he said, get the fuck out the car. That's what he said. And then as that car slowly rolled away after they shot slowly her, they continued to curse at her and say, stop the car and, and, and curse at her. The intent there is just so ugly. I believe he was a bully and he came at her like a bully and that scared her with that baby in her stomach. She's like scared. Just with a man baby in her stomach. Her. She was stealing liquor. Why Doesn't is she drinking matter. liquor with a baby in her stomach? Not really knowing why. 
She's saying that not really knowing why is you know, like she was being stopped without really knowing why she was just scared, which is again, contrary to what the, the body worn cam. Uh, I, I want to ask you, Eric, did you notice that it was his, I'm sorry. Did you notice that was to to Kia's grandmother that was doing yeah. all the talking? Do we know sure. who that is? No. Okay. To Kia's mother, a 38 year old woman was killed. I'm sorry, died in July of 2022, I think. So a year prior, uh, if you Google her name, you'll never see a cause of death. Why? You won't say that you won't see that she died peacefully in her sleep with her family and friends surrounding her. You won't see well, how that. How did she die? Don't mm-hmm. know, Eric. Okay. She was 38 years old and Takia was what, 21? Wow. Uh, I think Takia was 21. I don't want to misspeak. So if somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, uh, but I think she was 21 years old and that was, that's her third child that she's pregnant with. She's got two other kids. Wow. So she was pregnant when she was so 18. So stealing years. liquor, parking in a handicapped spot, not having any tags on their car, being part of an, a, an organized uh, crime operation of stealing from a Kroger in the inner city, which is a pretty, you, you know, the you, food lions and your Kroger's, that that's there that's inexpensive food for that community so that you don't have to have the expensive Publix and Harris Teeter and uh you know the the bigger chains uh that they have like up north I don't know what what you guys have up north but you know the Kroger is usually typically a nice low in like a low income type of of grocery store and in the community that I worked in they put a big sign up on the door that said we can no longer but the amount of theft we can no longer support this community and they tried to come at Kroger with all sorts of racism and I'm like man how many of these like if you can't if you don't have the food lines and the Krogers and the Walgreens you're going to have to steal from everybody cuz all those other grocery stores are really expensive it it yeah it's like the Winco in um uh, I'm trying to remember what community it was in but it was in California there there was a Winco where if you remember the body worn camera of the older man that was um, detained and the grandmother, the quote grandmother who was cussing up a storm at the officer and ended up getting put on the ground and they suspended. Yeah. The t- it was in LA Sheriff's department's case because uh, they're, they're not complying with my uh, public records request because they're, they're trying to um, show whose testicles are bigger apparently. Sure. But um, th- they're, um, you know, I, I was, I was doing a favorable story for them, uh, but they, for some reason, uh, want to argue semantics. So, um, the, uh, the, the community's reaction was to go into the Winco and try to get the Winco to shut down and change their policies about shoplifters. It wasn't about looking at the two people that were shoplifting and try to get them to change their ways or to stop yelling, I can't breathe after you've been thrown down by police because you won't comply. Nobody's wanting to change that. What they're wanting to do is bully you based on the color of their skin. They're wanting to say, I'm black, and if I yell loud enough, you're going to want to just back down and comply with everything I'm saying because you owe this to me. And that's not the case. I want everyone to be treated equal, and I want everyone to be treated fairly. I'm tired of this. I, I am 
absolutely yeah, I mean, this is, tired. This is of crazy this um, because you know when I first saw this, I was like, "Golly, did you have to stand in front of the car?" But then I'm like, you know what? You know, if I'm a cop and that's my area, and I have heard three or four calls that day of people doing this, and I know what's about to happen because I watch the interwebs and I watch the ticky talkies of uh, you know these probes that happen where they go in, they take a couple of bottles, nothing happens to them. Next guy goes in there, takes a couple more bottles, nothing happens to them. And then a girl goes in there, takes some another couple of bottles, go in there. The next thing that happens is like 50 of them go in there at one time and wipe the house yeah. clean because that's all they're doing is probing and it's all over the internet. If I'm a cop and I know that that's happening, I know that I have to put a strong foot down and say, not today, not today. And then that's why he stood in front of that car because he was like, no, 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 no. And, and you know, people say, well, like, why would, why would a reasonable cop stand in front of a car like that? Well, a reasonable cop would think that there's no way, you know, why would a cop shoot somebody for shoplifting? Why would somebody run a cop over just for right, that's, shoplifting? That's, he didn't shoot anybody for shoplifting. He shot somebody because he she was tried in to danger. run him over. Now, why are you just trying to run over a cop for a couple of we, bottles of liquor and yes, a misdemeanor we, we that you're just going to get cited and released on? We can argue the merits of the training or the justification all day long. There's Supreme Court cases that are are, are uh, very clear on it and and the whole nine yards. The problem is we're not we're we're arguing the validity of the shooting because she was a black pregnant woman it's got nothing to do with whether she drove the car at him it's got nothing to do whether he shouldn't have been in front of the car in the first place and this is maybe an officer um uh, officer created uh jeopardy you know we, we we can't get to those issues they're too clouded because we're too worried that this specifically was because she had a baby in her stomach and they were stopping her for no reason and they were cussing at her and it was very ugly. Let's listen to exactly what happened. Please tell me. Okay, so he's got the inflatable bag in the car in the car that he's trying to break into basically the, the the officer's trying to get into to because somebody locked their keys he's got the inflatable bag he's trying to open the frame he hears the commotion just ahead of him like off to his you know i, I guess it would be 10 o'clock he sees the other officer confronting takia now there is the handicapped parking space. The car is backed in. There's no tag visible on the car. The officer standing at the A-pillar, looking dead into Kia's eyes, knocking on her window, knocking on the windshield, saying, stop the car, get out of the car. There's an employee that you don't see that's just off a of camera, uh, just to the right of the uh, handicapped parking sign. And this officer that was tending to the, the uh, vehicle is starting to walk over now. So there's the there's the employee and she's standing there. So how far would you say that is, Eric? Six feet. She, she's got sure. a good identification on this person that just stole from the store. She's, she's oh, she more followed than, her out. She followed her out of the store. So yeah, yeah. she's not more than forty. Uh, she's not more than one hundred fifty feet from the uh, entrance of the store. Out of the car. See, this is now pause it really quick. We know that this is learned behavior because she's ran from the police in the past. So yep. she's gotten away with it and she's gotten they a slap on the wrist the from the courts. So she doesn't give a fuck. She knows that right. running from the police is going to benefit her because she's gotten away with it with a slap yes. on the wrist every single time. So that's part of the problem. 
Okay, so this is where the argument could come in that he he put himself in danger. He put, he right, put, but, it, but he would, a reasonable cop would think that there's no way that somebody's going to try to run me over over uh, simple shoplifting. Uh, but a reasonable cop also, this is, I'm telling you, it's just going to be a matter for the courts because a reasonable cop would also know if you stand in front of a moving vehicle, you have a good chance of being killed. But the, or but you the have vehicle wasn't moving. The vehicle wasn't moving. Right, but it's, it's and I it's would say running. that if I stand in front, if I stand in front of a human being who's drunk and irate, there's a high probability that he's going to try to whoop my ass. I still stand in front of him to stop him. If me standing in front of a car, it's a, it's a, you know, if I'm not standing in front of the car, that's like saying to the car, you can just go away and I can't stop you. But if I stand in front of the car, it's like you're going to have to run me over if you want to get away, and I'm willing to bet you're not going to take that chance. And if you are going to take that chance, then you're a murderer by default and i'm going to take you well, out yeah death or great bodily <laughs> harm that's all you need so she's turning the wheel with both hands right now like as in trying to like she's getting ready to flee very and you can see in the bottom right hand corner of where it says police activity which is the website i or the youtube channel i use to get this video you can see the gun the officer's gun is out yeah the fucking car get out so this is the first you hear get out of the fucking car. But remember at what point of the video this is. Out of the car. Get out of the fucking car. Get out of the car. Okay. The car started moving. The, well, the reason screeched. why he said get out of the fucking car is because he knows that she's putting it into gear. Like when people are really nervous, they yeah. it's, it's kind of like when you're trying to draw from, from like a three-point like three holster. Like sometimes like if you're really nervous and you haven't trained enough that you might, you know, yank the gun before you you uh, before you flip the hood forward you know every time somebody's ran from me in a cop car they've always went to put it in gear before they put their foot on the brake you know and they're like eh, 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 and then they have to put the foot on the brake and then get it in the car or they 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 cycle too far like they cycle past drive or, or reverse <laughs> and go straight to you know what i mean so like she's doing that you know she's yeah. doing that and the cop's like that's when he escalates because he's like, yeah, she's trying to put the fucking car in drive right now. You know what I mean? Like yeah. once she like releases that e-brake and starts fucking with the thing, that's when he's like, get the fuck out of the car. Get the fuck out of the car because this is, being nice this is, is over. Come, she's, this, she's going, baby. The decision to file a charge against this officer is going to come down to split seconds. Did he have enough time to get out of the way to, so he was no longer in danger of death or great bodily harm? Or... Did he put himself in that position? I'm, I'm just telling you what it is. I'll, I'll show you why I say that in a second. So stretch, stretch, fired. I, I'm not stretch, criticizing stretch, the officer by any stretch. Stop, stop, goddamn car. We're going to have a funny car on Saturday. What you're hearing is uh, the officer smashing her window with the, with the asp. Right. Okay, now here's the other body camera, and, and I'm, I want to make it clear. I'm not saying the officer's right. I'm not saying the officer's wrong. I'm not rendering an opinion. I'm not, I'm de I wasn't there. I'm not going to second guess what this guy did. What I can tell you th is this, though, that the, they are being portrayed as monsters who, who did nothing but cuss this young, innocent young lady out. And I want you to tell me who swears first in this. Who, who, who launches the first vulgarity in this entire incident? Please tell me. Okay. This is the other officer's body cam. Right. Okay, so she's getting in the Lexus with no tag right, right. now. Five hundred dollar fine minimum parking space. So to be fair, she is, is saying, now handicapped. 
Yeah, the the the, 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 uh, the employee is pointing at her, and I think she's even got her phone out, and she's yelling at the officer. Three seven zero five. What's that? Email is hallucinating. Want you to go for a ten? Hey, stop! Hey, stop. out of the car! 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 Out of the car. They said your soul stuff do not leave. Get out of the car. Then then get out. No. Then get out. Get out of the car. Get out of the car. Shots fired. Stop the goddamn so fast. So fast. And if you'll notice, she was the first one to hurl a curse word. They didn't come up at her cussing. For what? For what? For what? For what? For what? There was what? the other girls that were stealing, not me. For what? And he's just saying, get out of the car. And she said, I didn't steal shit. And then um, she ta- she actually takes the officer for a little ride. If you if you watch it. Stop the goddamn car. So that's what they're saying. He was being a bully and he was threatening and, and cussing at her. <laughs> after he tried to, after she essentially tried to run one of them over. I mean, whether that was her intent or not, that's what would have happened. If he had not tried to get out of the way and shot her. So there's that. There's, that's what. Uh, that's the body cam. Um, hmm. Now, the, the only thing that we have to remember or think about. Hold on, let me get rid of this. Is uh, that. <sighs> what's going to be looked at is the officers uh, just the pre-seizure conduct is what it's called. The, the, the fourth amendment issue is the pre-seizure conduct. Like what was happening with the officer before the use of force? So the question is going to be asked, was this officer uh, induced? Was this, did he create the problem that he had to fix with the use of force and I can tell you, the Supreme Court hasn't ruled on that. They're, they're split because all of the judicial circuits have a different opinion on it. The Sixth Judicial Circuit is where they fall. And the Sixth Circuit says uh, they, they, they rely on a case called Kirby versus Duva, a 2008 case. And it says an officer's use of deadly force may be excessive if they unreasonably put themselves in harm's way. I know your argument is that any reasonable person wouldn't think that a person could drive the car away. There is also some reasonableness in if you're not in front of the car, nobody can drive it over you. So th- th- that's why I say this. I mean, is it's an argument though. Like, I mean, that's why it's, it's going to be, it's going to be yeah. an argument in court, but like, that would be my argument was like, dude, I, I mean, how many times have we gone into a parking lot and stood behind a car to get it to well, not like we park behind a car. Can somebody not reverse into you? So, so um, to, to say just as easily as they could, you know, drive yeah, into you. So like it, it's all hindsight stuff, but like if she was so innocent, if she was just this wonderful mother who was pregnant with a child stealing, you're liquor. right. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be reasonable to believe that she would take these evas- uh, these actions to a try to evade police or B try to run them over. If she were that innocent, right. if she were this wonderful of a human being. Yeah. So, it, it plays yeah. both ways. It, it, dirt, but that's all dirt bags getting also. dirt naps. What dirt bags getting dirt naps? Is that what you said? 
That's what I always say. In these cases, it's like, don't be a dirtbag. And your chances uh, of taking a dirt nap are like really, really slim to nothing. Like, you know how many times I've almost not gotten shot by police? Like, a thousand million because I don't steal fucking liquor. I don't steal anything. You know right. what I mean? Like, I don't, you know, you know how I don't uh, get shot by the police on the side of the road because I don't speed. I don't drink and drive. I don't run from the police. I, a friend of mine, a good friend of mine, ran from the police the other night on his motorcycle. And literally, his sister was like, You told him that cops aren't allowed to chase in North Carolina. I said, Yeah, that doesn't mean you run from the police. He ran on the motorcycle, hit a, uh, a stop sign or a, a pole, and nearly died. Lost, uh, he was in the hospital for a couple of days. He just got released and went and, uh, went, went and turned himself into the police department because they, they left warrants on his on his on his bedside he's super lucky that he didn't die but like you know my my thing is like how fucking stupid are you man like what you play you pay <laughs> you, you you pay to play baby but listen i uh this, this is a great case i i hate to jet on you do you want to close this up do you have more to say I do. If you I, got- just real quick this is where this is where i want to take the stand this is what i'm tired of seeing okay there was an article on abcnews.go.com. Uh, we'll try to put it in the comments of this uh, of this video. Please leave us a comment, by the way, and like this video and share and subscribe to the channel. Uh, th- this the article was contributed by. This is what the the bold in the bottom of the article says. AP race and ethnicity editor Aaron Morrison in New York contributed to this report. So we have an AP race and ethnicity editor that's writing this the story she in in the story says takaya also struggled with housing insecurity but had not been much serious uh, had not been in much serious trouble in her short life in 2021 she was arrested following a traffic stop in whitehall ohio in which police said she refused to get out of her car when ordered Court records indicate that Takiya Young was jailed briefly before pleading guilty to disorderly conduct, but she moved past that incident relatively quickly, according to her grandmother and the family lawyer. Court records also said she had been open, uh, she had open charges for petty theft in which her address was listed as homeless. So we're, we're portraying her to be the victim in all of this. The fatal tw- August 24th encounter between Young and police captured on body cam video released last week was the latest in a troubling series of fatal shootings of black adults and children by Ohio officers and followed various episodes of police brutality against black people across the nation over the past several years. The confrontations have prompted widespread protests and demands for police reform. Here's what I'm saying. You fucking perpetuated that. Uh, whoever this AP race and ethnicity bullshit editor is that this, this is an inflammatory statement saying that Ohio officers are killing black adults and children. You're making people believe that that's what the police are doing. And it's not They're Yes. Police are involved in confrontations. Yes. Tamir Rice was a child. Yes. He did have a gun in his hand when he was killed. It just happened to be a BB gun. There are reasons that all of these things happen. You cannot just default to black and black and black. Therefore, the police are anti-black. You are creating this sentiment that, that, yeah, that tells a mother of two with a third in her belly, you don't have to stop for the police. They're just going to hurt you. You can tell the police to go fuck themselves. You can just flee and you'll be just fine. That's well within your rights because you should be scared of police. I'm here to tell you, you should not be as scared. You should not be afraid of police. You should be you more should be afraid, afraid of monsters like this in the media that make you believe that one, 
And two, you should be afraid of committing fucking crime. That's, That's what, what I'm you saying. You should be afraid of. to run from the police. Like, I don't know of very many scenarios where it works out for the... Everybody that's ever ran from me, like, in eight years, maybe two got away. They might get away for a second, but, like, I've always got their information. I've always got video to go and get them later on in life. Like, it never really works out. We always catch them. It's like, I don't... And then you get more charges. Like, just take your shit on the chin. You know, whatever. I, you know, but, hey, listen, I love the good chase. Um, so, when people did run from me, I, literally the first words out of my mouth almost every time we're game on you know like here we go like i you know whatever um i like it when i don't have a code to get into your safe because then i get to break it uh <laughs> really i gotta get going guys i got another big meeting tonight jv new in the chats i haven't seen jv in there dude uh just to be clear i did agree with you i didn't know what you were talking about um and i think if you listen to the episode uh, you know I, i'm not going to disagree with you there if you're uh, if you're fbi if you're something like that and you know you're doing something bad and you know you're doing something wrong you, sh you should not be there but I, I i think that a lot of these guys you know listen i didn't know uh, that i was fighting bush's war um when i was 19 years old and, and i was over there in afghanistan um doing the lord's work at the time i thought i was doing the lord's work I mean, I still think the work that I did was the Lord's work, but it was on behalf of, of people that I don't necessarily agree was doing. I think it was part of the industrial military complex, and you know, and and maybe I was the bad guy. I don't know. I'd like to think of myself as a good guy because I sided with the Afghan people, um, but you know, I'm not so sure about like what what the. Uh, the real agenda was there. I don't know. Sometimes you don't know what you don't know. I just don't think you should be canceling uh, the safe company. I think you should put all that angst and hate and bitterness uh, towards the FBI, frankly. Uh, I'm all for it. But, guys, this has been a wonderful episode. Thank you, Carly, Big Net, Diesel, T Jack, Tactical Dude, Last No Thank you for everybody who uh, still believes in independent journalism. If you do believe in what we're doing and the, the discussions that we're sparking and, and having the debates that, that we have with some you know, somewhat of freedom of speech, hammer and like the button and hit our subscribe five days a week. We've got shows for you guys with six different hosts. So uh, love you guys. Guns app. Giddy up.